Hi, and welcome to Heart to Heart, a Kingdom Hearts podcast where I, Austin, explain the Kingdom Hearts series to my friends. Howdy-do! I'm Cronus. Uh, I'm eating taco salad today. I'm taking a minute to introduce myself to let Darylise think of an introduction worth having. So while I have you here, let's talk. <laughs> let's talk about Monster Prom. Do you know Monster Prom? You're from Monster Prom, Lilith. This is for you. Um. Anyway, I think I think I might be done. So I hope Darylise has had ample time to think of an introduction. Thank you. Thank you, Cronus. I appreciate you. <laughs> I need um, that kind of thing. My name is Darylise. Uh, I'm so happy to be here, but you should all know that I did not think of an intro um, while Cronus was talking because I'm a trash person. All right. Over to you, Rayleigh. <laughs> Riley here, ready to rock and roll again, uh, talking about the Kingdom Hearts and things from Disney that may or may not be proprietary to either either corporation. You know, I think they work together, but that's why the Aristocats aren't here, so. Mm. Well, that's not why. Actually, it's a whole other thing, but don't get me started. I'm Riley, happy to be here. I still don't know what's going on. Have you noticed? And you never will. Ew! That's not a you thing. That's a Kingdom Hearts issue. <laughs> It's not. I don't you, know what's Cage. going on. You guys, remember what happened last time? Meg. <clears throat> there was Meg. Every episode, Meg is the most important thing that happened. Okay. <laughs> so yeah last time we we went to olympus we met meg and hercules and shit went down and hercules ended up depressy because he he didn't kill the hydra and, and the coliseum got wrecked when the happens. we also went to beauty and the beast's castle we i did. remember because you couldn't do a french accent yes because i am oh. bad at french accents thank you for reminding me <laughs> always here to help and we we had a, a pop off there in the middle to uh, visit Winnold the Pooh, Cronus's favorite character. I uh, excuse me, is Winnie's no Winnie the Pooh's no full name Winnold? No, it's probably Winifred. Winnold the Pooh Bear. That was Willard. <sighs> Willard. I think it's Winnold. It's Winnold, the Poberiety Bear. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I it's don't know. I made it up. Society. Ew. Oh my god. He's just eating honey, being his best fluffy self. He's ruining his friends' lives. What? What? Anyway. He is ruining everyone else's life. How? <laughs> Piglets. Piglet has too much. Piglet has too much anxiety to say anything, and absolutely, Eeyore is the most victimized person in this entire thing. Everybody is terrible to Eeyore. He deserves better, and I will die on that hill. Rabbit thinks that he's Eeyore. the most victimized. That's Rabbit. True. Rabbit is my mother, so <laughs> I'm not going to comment on Oof. that one. Oof. 
<laughs> oh no. <laughs> Just ask her. Just ask her. I'm going to ask her when we go get you. Okay, she used to think she was Eeyore, but somebody told her she was Rabbit, and now she's like, you know, I, I might be. I might just be. Just roll up and be like, excuse me, are you Rabbit? And then just, that's it. No context. If you think you're an Eeyore and you're not clinically depressed, you're probably a Rabbit. Oh, my mom brought up the that's plaque the that you guys got her the other day, and she added Austin to it. And I was like, I don't think Austin helped get you that. And he's like, no, he did. Austin didn't pay a hundred and something bucks for that plaque. No way. I didn't know it was happening until it was done. She said, no, no, he totally was involved in my heart. And I was like, okay, tell that to them. (laughs) I think I'm the only one who has not even spoken to Deborah. You say hi. I say hi. I've had heart to hearts with Deborah. You and Deborah are sometimes on the very same wavelength. (laughs) Ah, Yeah. Pretty sure she was my mom in another life. Well, you're you're Scorpio Moon, right? Yeah. Yeah. My mom is a Sagittarius Sun Scorpio Moon. Guess who else is a Sagittarius Sun Scorpio Moon? Me. <laughs> but your what mom is also a cusp. That's not what I thought when, you were gonna say. And no. I was like, that's yeah. rude. Um, <laughs> that's I would so never. She, she was born... my mom in another life. She was born the day before Capricorn season started. And my mom has so much Capricorn in her. So she's a Sagittarius Capricorn cusp. You know, anything. She is probably the most stubborn person you'll ever meet. Mm. Mm -hmm. Capricorns are Mm -hmm. stubborn. Mm. And terrible. Darylise has a vendetta against Capricorns. Bro, I got some Capricorns who are a little hurt by Tyler's that. A I will say, as Capricorn Rising and Hamley. Sorry, a, you guys were born at the wrong time. I'm a Capricorn, um, Venus. <laughs> oh, that explains that a lot. Sense. That makes sense. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It means I'll never find love. Don't oh get God! Me started. <laughs> that is not what that means. It's what it means. Well, glad glad we got our goof. <laughs> our goof is us rambling about astrology, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and then last time we ended with uh, Minnie having a bad feeling and Chip and Dale running in and saying something's wrong with the cornerstone. And then she was like, oh, Mickey, Donald, Goofy, where are you guys? Yes. Oh, man. Why is Chippendale at the castle? Because they live there. Don't they, they do? fly the ship though? No, they uh they work on the ship whenever it's at the castle, but they're just talking to us through the ki- the ship's comms. Oh, okay. So they're yeah. like dummy ship mechanics? Exactly that. Um, I have a question as well. Why aren't Chip and Dale the leaders of this kingdom? No. The leaders of this kingdom. Because I feel like Chip and Dale get more done than Mickey ever has. Absolutely. Mickey is just the mouse in a cat and mouse game most of the time. Oh, shit. We're now starting a Mickey hate club because he left his wife 
for a child. Um, oh my god. So, you know, it's a good thing we just got that that vision of Minnie because we're going to go help her now. Uh, sort of on a goofy pilot their ship to Disney Castle and dock in the gummy ship hangar, which we've only seen once before. It's where Donald, Goofy, and Pluto hopped in the gummy ship uh, back in episode one of the podcast. Ooh. And as they, they as they get out of the gummy ship, Sora's like, this is your castle. Must be nice to be home, huh? And Donald and Goofy are looking around. You know, something just don't feel quite right. Yeah. And then Chip and Dale run up. They're super excited to see Donald and Goofy. And they call out, you're back. Move it. Let's go. Queen Minnie needs to see you. The castle's in danger. Hurry to the library. And so they Is make their way. Is there a reason Goofy knew? Uh, you know, Goofy's just intuitive. That's what he is? That's what he is. Um, they, so they make their way through a courtyard and down a long hallway, fighting loads of Heartless along the way. And finally, they arrive at the library and see Queen Minnie. Your Majesty, Queen Minnie, we're back. You're here. Your Royal Highness, did you happen to summon us? Yes. Where's the king? And because he's being rude, uh, Donald pulls Sora by his ear. Excuse him. This is our friend Sora. Oh, Sora. The king told me all about you in his letters. He said you're a very brave young man. So do you know where he is? And she shakes her head and everybody sighs. Your majesty, what are the Heartless doing in your castle? Oh my, so those are the Heartless. Don't worry, we'll take care of them. I know I can count on you, Sora. Now, there's something I'd like all of you to come and see. Would you please escort me to the audience chamber? And all three of them salute her. But then she gasps. Oh no, I forgot to warn everyone else in the castle about the danger. We must make sure they're hidden somewhere safe. Okay, we'll go tell them. The whole castle? We just gotta split up, Donald. I'll make sure that everybody knows what's going on. No, Sora. You'll just get lost. Okay, then I'll stay with the queen. Good. Alrighty then. See you later. And they head out. Uh, the audience chamber, right, ma'am? Yes, Sora. Let's be on our way. And they go back through this long hallway. And do you remember that shot in episode one where Donald walked up to these stupid big doors and then a small door opened up in them? No. Yes. Well, we go, we go back to those big doors and open the small door, head into the audience chamber. Uh, the whole, that hallway was full of Heartless again. We had to defend many on the way there. And then when we get to this room, it looks like it's going to be empty. But then a bunch of Heartless, like, float down from the ceiling. Not here, too. I got them. Uh, and they rush across this chamber, fighting Heartless. And then eventually they reach the throne. Um, where Minnie hurriedly reaches beneath the arm of the throne and presses a button. And then there's a loud rumbling, and the throne moves to the side. Oh. And as it does, there's a flash of light coming up from under it, and it, it wipes out the Heartless. Uh, once the light dissipates, we can see that there's stairs going down into a lower room. Whoa. The room below is called the Hall of the Cornerstone. 
Our castle has always been safe from worlds that are evil, thanks to the Cornerstone of Light, which we keep down there. The Cornerstone of Light? And so Sora follows Queen Minnie down into the Hall of the Cornerstone and sees an unbelievable mass of thorns surrounding the walls. And then the, uh, there's a giant ball of swirling light on a stand in the middle of the room. Uh, and while they're looking around this room, Donald and Goofy show back up. This is the castle's cherished cornerstone. But look, the thorns. They must be the work of someone very evil. I wonder what this could mean. And just as she says that, there's a burst of green flames that appear before the queen. And oh, a God. projection of Maleficent appears. Maleficent! Mm. No way. Well, well, well. What have we here? If it isn't the wretched Keyblade Holder and his pitiful lackeys. God. What? Now you're gonna deal with me! And Donald uh, leaps to attack, but it's a projection, so he flies right through her. Donald. All in good time. I promise you'll be able to partake of my vengeance, but you must be patient. Just what are you doing here, Maleficent? Ah, Queen Minnie, radiant as always. And she bows. I'm here on a property venture. I want this castle for my own. However, it's a bit too bright for what I have in mind. I suppose I'll just have to fill every room with my personal touch of darkness. And she, like, goes to touch the cornerstone of light, but it, like, buffets her back. You'd better stop right now if you know what's good for you. Oh, how frightening. Very well, I'll stop. Just as soon as the castle belongs to me. And she disappears as she cackles evilly. I have what a so hag. many thoughts. God. Share. Uh, one, how iconic to see the queen and the queen fucking chatting it up. Two, I love Minnie. And I love your voice for Minnie. It's so good. It's just really good. Three, how's Maleficent really gonna roll in here and be like, I want your castle, it's mine now, bye. But also respect, you know, respect. I respect it. And also, Mickey's been writing letters to Minnie this whole time. And I don't know if we already knew that or if that's something we just figured out. We just learned it. Okay, so I feel a little bit better about Mickey's escapades after knowing that, but, you know, it's not the greatest circumstances, but I'm glad he's writing Minnie. Yeah. He's been in correspondence at the very least. And also, Minnie's running this shit. But also, how does she forget to tell an entire castle of people, hey, we're under siege by these spooky things, you know, don't mind that. Well, about your business. I, yeah, I just, I forgot. No, she didn't. Yeah, you know, they wanted. That she didn't forget the the game makers wanted a, an excuse for us to have to be alone and protect Minnie. Although it's not fully just protect because she can do some powerful moves that help you wipe out lots of heartless at once. Yeah, she's a whole she's, baddie. She's I love very her. powerful with light magic. She's so good. That was mostly my thoughts, though. I didn't want to forget. Sorry, continue. I just love that Maleficent bows to Minnie, like you know. She's a bad guy, but she still respects the queen. Oh, yeah. Listen. Queens respect queens. Maleficent is one of the most respectful people I've ever met. The only reason she is a villain is because no one was respectful to her. 
Mm-hmm. Agreed. But mm-hmm. in Kingdom Hearts, she is like a on a bit of a power trip. Like she just wants to conquer everything mm. with Heartless. I don't blame her. Same. I would like to conquer the United States, but I don't have an army of Heartless. You could just show uh, up at the White House and be like, "Hi, no, this is no, my castle no, now. No, 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 <laughs> no, I no, live no, here? no, no, no. Not after what happened this year. You're we don't right. make jokes Fucking like that. Fair. You're right. I more or less just mean roll up in a castle and say it's yours. What a hag. <laughs> Nothing like this has ever happened before. I looked through all the records in the library, but I couldn't find a single clue. Oh, we should go ask somebody who knows lots of stuff that ain't in any book. Merlin the wizard. Yes, that's perfect. Merlin just might know something about this mess. Let's ask his advice. We saw him in Hollow Bastion, right? Yeah, let's go. So they hop back in the gummy ship, fly to Hollow Bastion, show up at Merlin's house. Anybody home? Merlin! The castle's in danger. And then Merlin appears behind them. What is all that racket? Oh, I thought... Oh, it's you. It looks like you've learned a bit since the last time I saw you. Really? Wait a minute. Let's talk about the problem. It's Maleficent. She's back. Where? Inside the castle? Yup. And Heartless, too. Oh, dear. Maleficent wants to take over the whole castle. And there's Heartless in every part of the castle, and the queen is in danger. And while he was saying all that, and he actually goes on a much longer rant, while he's saying all that, uh, the screen sort of fades, and then it fades back in to them now standing in the corner, the hall of the cornerstone. Merlin has teleported them instead of listening to Donald. Donald notices and is like, what? Perhaps I'd better just see for myself. And he walks over to Minnie on the cornerstone. Hmm, interesting. What's happening, Merlin? This is not good. In fact, I'm afraid it's quite serious. And he clears his throat and then waves his arms and a large white door appears. Not like Kingdom Hearts large, but just like regular large. What's that? My boy, this is a gateway to a special world. Someone in that world is responsible for what's going on in this castle. Of that, I am certain. Oh boy. We knew we could count on you, Merlin. Then we should go get him. And Sora walks over to the door and puts his hands on the handles. Wait a moment. The perpetrators must be stopped, of course. But there's something else to do first. Somewhere in that world, there should be another door that's identical to this one. I believe our enemies are utilizing that door. As long as it remains open, the castle will be in grave danger. Listen carefully, Sora. You must find that door, and when you do, lock it with your keyblade. Got it. You can count on us. Now, one more thing. You're headed into a very special world. While you're there, the nature of that world may tempt you to do something dark. You must resist the temptation at all costs. What do you mean? You'll know soon enough. I have faith in you, my lads. And so Sora opens the door, and after a small struggle, walks in. On the other side, the door jumps around and makes a bunch of honk sounds and whistle sounds, and then it spits the three out onto the ground. Goofy shakes his head, and he sees the cornerstone of light. Hey, look, there's the cornerstone of light. And they all walk over to it, and Sora looks around and is like, what's going on? Everything's black and white. And I'm sending you the uh, 
black and white sword Donald Goofy. I really like the character design for these. Oh, wow. I love that. I agree. As we enter the Timeless River. I think I remember seeing you play this and like, I remember it being so fucking cool. The classic Timeless River. It's so badass. But I love that classic old like cartoon art style. Mm -hmm. And all the voices right now, they sound like old cartoons where like there's it's it's very bad recording. Uh, And everything sounds like metallic and grainy. I love that. Hey, this is kind of like deja vu. Yeah, that's it. Really? Have you been here before? And then Pete in a captain's uniform walks behind Sora in the direction of a pier but he stops when he sees them hey you seen any bad guys around here and they all point at him and he's like why I oughta I don't have time to waste on punks like you so I guess I'll go easy on you and he walks off well there's our villain and Donald and Goofy nod and they follow him to the pier they see him sitting on the dock or standing on the dock What's with you, Squirts? You got some kind of bone to pick with me? More than one. Them's fighting words. And they hear a boat whistle in the distance. Huh? And he starts to to try and walk off, but Sword Donald and Goofy block his path. Not so fast. Yeah. What's that for? And then they, they fight Captain Pete. What's you punk's beef with me anyway? <laughs> Who are you? You new around here? Cut the act. And then they hear the boat whistle again. Whoa! And he stands up too quickly and his back cracks and he sort of falls over. Oh, oh! Jeez. You know, something don't seem quite right here. Are you sure you're Pete? Well, of course I'm Pete. I'm the captain of the steamboat, so stop bothering me, see? And he waves his fist and it cracks his back again. (laughs) So hit the road. I gotta go find the little runt what stole my boat. And then Goofy looks to Sora and Donald and says, Gosh, maybe we made a mistake. I'm starting to think the same thing. He hasn't even called any Heartless. Sorry we attacked you like that, Captain Pete. And Captain Pete stands up. Oh yeah? Well, if you're really sorry, then go find my steamboat. Yes, sir. And Pete's back cracks again. Oh, my aching back. Uh, And he sort of like falls over. They really beat up this man. This innocent Pete. Oh my gosh. Uh, but they walk back to the hill where the cornerstone of light is. I thought for sure Pete was the bad guy. Uh, that would be too easy. Come on, fellas. Let's try to find the steamboat. I guess we did say we would. Hey, we got a door to find. Oh yeah. I don't see any doors. Huh? But what's this? And there's an odd, like, window with, like, curtains floating in midair nearby. And they walk over to it. And then Donald pulls a drawstring on the side and the curtains slide open. And they see a video of four small doors around the cornerstone of light. With a different pair of Heartless in front of each one. And the doors open and the Heartless go through them. And then another door starts appears and starts bouncing in the background. And Sora, Donald, and Goofy are thrown out of that bouncing door and land on the ground. 
Hey, look, it's the cornerstone of light. Zora walks over to it. What's going on? Everything's all black and white. Hey, this is kind of like, uh, mm. Deja vu? Yeah, that's it. Really? Have you been here before? And then the video ends. What was that? Heartless going out. And us coming in. What does it mean? And Donald pulls the jawstring again, but nothing happens. Uh, but then they notice the four doors that the Heartless went through. Let's get rid of those Heartless. Then what'll we do? We'll, we'll worry about that later. And then they enter through a door with a construction building symbol on it, and they arrive at a building site. What are they building? Look out! And a Heartless in the shape of a hammer falls from a beam above. Uh, we see an old-timey Mickey swinging down on a rope, and he knocks the Heartless away. The king! Mickey waves to them from up above. Gee, he seems kind of different somehow. And then they see a bunch more of the Hammer Heartless up there, and they begin to fall down to the platform that they're on. Well, let's get those Heartless. And they meet, they defeat the Heartless before they destroy the, the scaffolding. And then Mickey, like, runs over to Sora, shakes his hand, waves, and then runs off. And then Goofy's like, hey, look. And they see another curtain over there. So they rush over to it. Donald pulls the string. And we see another video. This time, they see Maleficent in a dark tower in Hollow Bastion, talking to Pete. And we're seeing this all from Pete's perspective. You absolute idiot. You've managed to fail at everything. And what's more, you foolishly thought you could take my place while I was away. Well, as of now, you're finished. Mark my words, there'll be no place for you when our time comes. And she walks, begins to walk away. Useless imbecile. And she fully leaves. But, but, but I... And Sora, Donald, and Goofy go back to the hill. What? Somebody sure was angry. I don't understand. Let's just try to clear out the Heartless first. This place is okay, but we've got three more spots to check. So they enter a door with a symbol of someone being tied down, and then they stepped into a town, uh, but it's it's small. Like, the tallest buildings come up to, like, Sora's waist. What? The town's shrunk. Or do you think we got bigger? And they see a tall tower in the center with cannons sticking out of it. Hey, look at the toy cannons. And they walk over to the tower, and they see Mickey jumping up and down in the distance. What's he saying? And then several airplane Heartless fly into the city. They defeat these Heartless while protecting the town. Mickey runs over to Sora, shakes his hand, waves, and then runs away. They get another little uh, window with curtains. They go pull it. And this time it's just Pete. Oh, for crying out loud. Shouldn't have to go and say that. Okay, I might have messed up every now and then, but I'm a lot more things than useless. Why, when I, when I was started out, and he sort of looks down, oh, I missed the, those good old days, but I wouldn't give to go back in time. But I wouldn't give. And then a white door appears behind Pete, and he turns and looks at it. Huh? And he locks, walks closer to it, opens it, and a bright light pours out of it. Hey, I think that's my... And the video ends. They return to the hill with the cornerstone. A door? It looks familiar. Yup, it's the door that Merlin magicked up. So it should come straight here, right? Sure. 
I think. Let's check it out. They enter a door with a fire symbol on it and find a burning building wobbling around in the mayhem. Uh, they see Mickey. He runs out and is like trying to protect the building from like animated flames that are coming up at it. Uh, so the gang defeats some heartless while protecting the building. Uh, the flames eventually die, uh, die out and the building stops moving around. Mickey, he runs up to Sora, shakes his hand, waves and runs off. They see yet another curtained window. Donald pulls the draw a string and they see Pete speaking with Maleficent in front of this door. Fascinating. This appears to be a portal to the past. Yeah, it was the strangest thing. Stop gawking and start thinking of a way we can use it to our advantage. Okay. Now, perhaps I could give you one more chance to redeem yourself. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You can count on me. So what do I do? Patience, my dear. And she looks back at the door. What have we here? Well, if it isn't the cornerstone of light. <laughs> now we can take that castle from those fools. But we'll have to proceed with the utmost of care. They leave back to the uh, the hill with the corner, cornerstone. Maleficent! She must have known all along. Let's see. If that door's connected to the past... No, no, no. It comes here. Huh? Then that means we're in the past. Wow. If we're in the past, we can change the future. Hold on, fellas. Remember what Merlin said. He's got faith in us, and we have to resist temptation, no matter what. Uh, I was only joking. Who'd want to change the future anyway? So, what are we going to do? Doors? Bad guys? Gosh, my brain hurts. Well, we know we're on the right track. They enter a door with the symbol of a house on it, and they find a large black hole in the middle of a living room, and it's like pulling in all the furniture. Mickey's like trying to stop it, but it's overtaking his house. Uh, so they help. They defeat a bunch of Heartless and attack the black hole, and eventually it stops and goes away. Classic. Mickey runs up, shakes his hand, waves, and runs away. They see a final window floating. They pull it. Uh, and they see Maleficent and Pete. Listen well, and Pete nods. On the other side of this portal, they're about to begin construction on that wretched castle. But until then, their treasured cornerstone of light lies unguarded, with all of its power still contained. The cornerstone of light? And Pete looks back, looks from the door uh, back to Maleficent. Yes, that cursed sphere is the very thing that prevents us from entering the castle. Oh. You know what must be done. Uh. Go then. Time to prove your worth. Don't dare fail me again. And she turns to leave. Don't fail her again. Let's see. And his ears perk up. That's it. I just gotta smash that cornerstone to smithereens. But first, I gotta go get my old boat back. And then he opens the door. So Donald and Goofy are back at the hill with the cornerstone. It was Pete after all. Why, he tricked us. Still, something doesn't seem quite right. Hmm. The Pete we met here had kind of an attitude, but he didn't seem like a bad guy. And then Donald sees Pete near the sign to the waterway, only this Pete is very clearly in his Kingdom Hearts outfit and not his captain's outfit. Look! Now that castle's as good as ours. And he runs off to the waterway. That's the Pete we know. 
bad, bad, bad. Oh no. And they see that the cornerstone is missing. The cornerstone's gone. But that means... They're gonna fill the castle with darkness. We gotta hurry. And Captain Pete runs through the cornerstone hill in the direction of the waterway. And Sora's like, hey, hold it right there. No way, small fry. I finally found the pipsqueak what stole me steamboat. Yeah, it was you. And Pete points to himself. Right, me. No, no, it, it wasn't me. It was just somebody who looks like me. And he goes off towards the waterway. Ah, uh, which is it? And they follow both Pete's to the waterway where they're fighting over the steamboat. And the cornerstone of light is in a cage on a raft that's being tugged behind the steamboat. Uh, and the Pete's are they're fighting. And then future Pete says, your future's on the line, Pally. So back off and give me the boat. And he punches Captain Pete, who goes flying. The cornerstone. And Pete jumps onto the boat. After him. The steamboat begins to float down the river, blowing smoke out of its stacks, and Pete salutes them and laughs. You mugs couldn't follow me if you wanted to. Later, losers. And then, like, he'll be, like, throwing garbage at you guys, and you hit the garbage back, and eventually uh, you're able to break open the cage, and Pete spills into the water. He ends up surfacing next to the raft, but it hits him on the head. Uh, eventually... They're like excited, like, oh, it's the cornerstone. And Pete climbs out of the water and runs off to a different area. And then Sora calls over. Donald, we'll come back for it later. Pete's heading for the doorway. And they rush off to the wharf and fight Pete, fighting Captain Pete. Pete punches the captain, who's knocked to the ground and is grabbing his face like, oh, oh, oh. Ha, you're still wet behind the ears. Then try us. And Captain Pete blasts through... Donald and Goofy head straight for Pete. And together, Sora, Donald, Goofy, and Captain Pete beat up Pete. He huffs away, holds out his arms, and a door appears. Uh, he opens it to leave and rushes out. Sora pulls up the keyblade, locks the door. And then Captain Pete's like, Would somebody tell me what's been going on here? Who was that creep anyways? Hello? That creep was you! And uh, Goofy covers Sora's mouth before he says that that was you from the future. Sora, that's a secret. Secret? What kind of secret? Oh, never mind. Sorry I put you guys through all that trouble. Yeah, well, just don't make a habit out of it. And Sora and Goofy chuckle. And to show you my appreciation, I'll let you pilot my steamboat. Best little craft on the river. My deckhand Mickey's late anyways. And the steamboat charges down the timeless river, towing the cornerstone alight. Sora's driving it. Uh, Donald is blowing the whistle. And then as it passes, we see that Mickey is laying on that raft next to the cornerstone, just sort of tapping his foot lazily. Uh, off screen, they return the cornerstone to the hill. I bet you the castle's safe now. Guess we should head back. Wait, as long as we're here. Donald? Huh? What? No, no. And they grab him and drag him to the door. Hey, what's the big deal? Let me go. Let me go. Uh, they, like, <laughs> swing and toss Donald into the doorway back into Disney Castle. And then they walk in. The Hall of the Cornerstone is pure white again, and those short thorns shine away and vanish. The thorns have disappeared. By George, the lads have accomplished their mission. Hooray! That's Chippendale. Let's have an acorn <laughs> feast to celebrate. Uh, Donald falls out of the door into the room, followed by Sora and Goofy. Welcome back. Because of your bravery, the castle is safe and protected again. Thank you so much for all you've done. 
and Chip and Dale together. Good work, you guys. Now, boys, I hope you didn't do anything reckless while you were there. Of course not. Sora and Donald giggle, and then we see Daisy peek into the room. Daisy! She walks in. Daisy, I'm back! And then Sora to Goofy. Who? Daisy is Donald's very special sweetheart. Really? Daisy turns to Donald. Donald, you forgot about our date again. You better have a good excuse this time. But Daisy, uh -oh, I... Donald. I know it's an important mission, but you could at least check in every once in a while. And then Donald looks to Sora and Goofy for help, but they aren't helping. Uh, so then he <laughs> looks over at the door and it's like... <laughs> Marilyn calls out to, to him. Donald, just be a minute. And he rushes towards the door. But Daisy grabs him by the tail and is like chasing him around by the tail. Going somewhere? Of course not. Uh, and yeah, chases him around the room for a while. Uh, but then Minnie says, oh, look. And they see, of course, Sora's keyblade is glowing, as is the cornerstone of light. And it shoots open another gate. Daisy, we need Donald for just a little longer. How much longer? Uh, well... I'll be back soon, Daisy. Don't you worry, Queen Minnie. We'll return. Please tell the king that we're still looking for him. I will. And Chip and Dale. See you soon. And Merlin. Think wisely. And then we're given two options of worlds to go to. Oh, shit, man. Both ocean-themed. The question is, are we going under the sea? <gasps> or are we going in the pirate ship? We have our heading. Here we go. I know it's Captain Hook, but I want it to be Jack Sparrow so badly. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely Captain Hook and not Jack Sparrow. What? What? It's Jack Sparrow. It, it's <gasps> the Black Pearl. Oh, fantastic. What? Yeah, it's wait, Pirates wait, wait, of the Caribbean. Was, I'm not ready I'm for that shit. I'm taking that as oh another bonus new moment. I'm pretending like I knew. Follow along. Obviously, we have oh our God. heading. Here we go. So we're we're going on the sea rather than under the sea. Yeah, we've been we've oh, yeah. been under the sea. We know the drama there, but Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> Hope you're ready for me not to be able to do even more voices. Always. Sora pilots the gummy ship down to a port town in the Caribbean. Wow. This place is kind of different. And they walk through like this rampart area and they hear screams coming from the town. Something's up. Organization 13? Or the Heartless. Only one way to find out. Uh, and then as they rush off, we see Pete talking to several pirates. Aztec treasure, huh? And then Barbosa. Aye, and thanks to the curse put on it, we're neither among the living nor the dead. That was great. I don't know what you were talking about. That was like good. Oh good. Really? <clears throat> really? Because you look like regular pirates to me. Ah, but in the moonlight. And the moon comes out from behind a cloud, and the pirates change into their cursed skeletal forms. Whoa, now I get what you were saying. Well, if you see two doofuses and a brat holding a keyblade, steer clear. They got a kind of magic that don't belong in this world, see? And nobody knows what it'd do to you. Especially when the moon's showing what you really are. And they lose their skeletal forms as the moon goes is blocked by a cloud again. A match for Barbosa, you say? Uh, and Sordal and Goofy run up on this. And Pete's like, 
See there? I knew it. Those are the punks I was telling you about. Who are you calling punks? It's Sora, Donald, and Goofy to you. And don't you In forget that it. order. <laughs> that we won't. We'll engrave it on your tombstone, to be sure. Whoa, I like your style. Men, have you stay here and indulge these cullies. The rest, bring me that medallion. Aye. And the pirates split up, going different directions. Ah, uh, we only get to stomp on a few of you? Barbosa laughs. Uh, and they try to fight these pirates, but they're in their human forms and they can't hurt them. It's no use. We can't beat them. And then the moonlight transforms them again. And then Pete calls out to the pirates. Hey, watch out. They can see ya. Stay away from their magic. And then one of the pirates calls out. What for? Weren't you listening to me before? Hey, Pete, thanks for the tip. Uh, and they defeat the pirates and confront Pete. Real quick, would you instantly think that this means that the pirates are weak to magic? Because uh, I didn't was that child. I thought it was just flavor text. But that no. they were what? The pirates are extremely weak to magic. The cursed pirates? As an adult, I would definitely, yeah. I would pick that up as a tip. As a kid, probably not. Yeah. You still can't hurt them even with magic when they're in their human forms. But when their skeleton forms are showing... They are so weak to magic, it's insane. Hmm. Huh. They're pretty fucking tough fights if you just do it physically, though. Uh, and then Pete runs away saying this ain't over. If Pete's here, that must mean we have work to do. Yup, and that pirate captain looked pretty mean, too. Man, I'd hate to see him turn into a heartless. Well, we are here. Hey, maybe we can take a pirate ship out for a spin. And Don and Goofy sort of look a little surprised. Just kidding. Uh, weren't those guys headed into town? Yeah, I think they were looking for treasure. They rush off into town and we cut and see the governor's daughter being carried off by a pirate and she angrily beats on his back to be let go. And Elizabeth Swan calls out, Where are you taking me? Let me go! Uh, and then we see a blacksmith watching her getting taken away and Will Turner calls out, Elizabeth! And I can't do an Orlando Bloom. But whoever did the voice acting in Kingdom Hearts can do a pretty damn good Orlando Bloom. Really? <laughs> right? Yeah, it's not perfect, but it's pretty good. That makes me... Okay, but, like, question. Question for the people here. Will Turner or Legolas? Uh, I love Legolas. Mm -hmm. I'd have to say Will Turner. Riley? Ask the question again. Will Turner or Legolas? Yes. No. Yes. What? You can only have one. The answer is yes, and obviously Will Turner. Okay. Austin, as our straight white male. As the straight white male, I have to say... Legolas? Legolas. But because <laughs> is it the long hair? It's not. It's because if I think about pirates, I think about how much they must fucking stink. And I feel like oh. elves naturally would smell better than a pirate despite well, however much activity they're that's doing weird it was also um i don't remember if this changes anything uh changes in any of the later movies but will turner can only come onto land once every 10 years not yet yeah he's still he's still captain of davy of the the what the flying dutchman right i don't know about the later movies but yeah if you didn't know will turner defeats davy jones and all that but, um, spoilers for Kingdom Hearts 3. Spoilers! Oh my god! Anyway, though, the 
The correct the answer movies. for anybody who wanted to know. What are movies? Was was Legolas There's only Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> the correct answer was Legolas's dad. Thank you. <laughs> I okay. He's attractive in an elf way. I get it. I wouldn't choose him over Legolas. Or Aragorn. Kiss my ass. I wasn't going to say anything about Aragorn. Um, It's got so hostile. And it's because Austin was interrupting. Yeah. (laughs) I was having a separate conversation with Darylise. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm now distracted. Crosstalk on uh, video chat is real hard. Yep. For everyone involved. That being said, I was having a good time just crinkling. That all being said, I did not like Will Turner and Elizabeth Swan in the movies as adults. When I was younger, I was all about it. I was like, oh, romance. But as adults, they did everything wrong. Everything. Honestly, not not gonna lie. I would think uh, Pirates of the Caribbean was yeah, better without um, them. First of all, they need to get over themselves and listen to people who know what's going on a little bit. And I know, oh, you can't trust a pirate, blah, 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 blah. But Jack Sparrow gets everybody out almost all of the time. Shut up. Sh- like, Literally. shut up. Sit down. Like, while you're in love, you're like 14. He didn't even want to be involved with them. They're the ones who are like, hey. You're going to help us. And he was like, well, fuck me. Okay, I guess. This one killed him. Killed you him. Went to go back to get him and was like, you didn't tell anybody that you murked me. You left me for the Kraken. And I just, this is a, um, a Turner family hate account. They mm-hmm. did everything wrong. Mm-hmm. What were we talking I think, about? I think in the first movie, Will knocking out uh jack to free elizabeth it was probably a good move that's about the only one that's it because jack didn't know well enough and he was definitely about to just hand him over mm-hmm. it makes me well, so mad too that she burned all the rum and then the ship did come when jack was like she's gonna be impossible to live with after this he was correct she had one good idea and then she became the worst yep Okay. Jack knows what the fuck is up. It's not even they don't listen to Jack. They don't listen to Jack. It's every single person that isn't the other, and they hardly listen to each other. And Mm. it's just so fucking frustrating, because they don't listen to Barbosa when he turns decent. I love They don't listen to him. And he tried to help them many times. It pisses me off. It pissed off that she became the pirate king too. Mm-hmm. Me too. There was so there was much better options. She didn't really do anything. The only reason no. that they ended up following her plan was because Calypso, technically speaking, didn't immediately go destroy everyone. She made a maelstrom. Yeah. Well, and but then you also have the fact that if they wanted a lady leader, whatever for the movies, cool. There's a perfectly badass lady pirate on the crew of the Black Pearl that it should have been the king-queen thing. Yes. 
I would have nominated the parrot before I nominated Elizabeth Swan. Absolutely. Ah. The only adequate choice for Pirate King was Barbosa, and he was snubbed. Barbosa yeah. deserved better. Barbosa after after the first movie is the most competent person. He's the only competent person. Well, Jack even... is competent, just a little unorthodox. I think Jack kind of Mr. Magoo's his way out of a lot of situations. Well, yeah. Um, that's a I, fucking challenge. I kind of want to add that I feel like Barbosa was intelligent and competent even when he was a bad guy in the first movie. Yeah. Yeah. He was definitely were, those things. I just every, don't want to compliment him there because he was bad. He was bad, but every I appreciate him as a villain. Yeah. But every move he made, like, I get it. It was uh, pirate's greed, you know, that got them, whatever. But even then, like, the moves he made were for his his crew, his men. They were like, we're done being immortal. We need this to stop. I want to eat good food. Let me go to McDonald's and enjoy it. Well, let's also like, talk about the fact, too, that you can be like, oh, yeah, no, he got this curse because he was greedy, blah, blah, blah. He betrayed Jack to get it. Jack Sparrow would have went for the gold, too, and gotten cursed. He's not any better than Barbosa. Absolutely not. He cursed. He's. Oh, my God. This Barbosa did everything right. He deserves better. <laughs> All right, we're done standing, Barbosa. That's, That's our official stance. And hating the Turner team. family. Yes, absolutely, 100%. I didn't mind Bootstrap Bill as much. I will say that. Okay, yeah, he wasn't so bad. Like, he obviously made mistakes to end up on Davy Jones' boat, but like, eh. We can respect a man who does love his son. I can respect that. Absolutely. He's just a depressed barnacle man. <laughs> so aren't we question. all during the first movie then was he a barnacle man when in the darkness but the few times moonlight hit him was he a skeleton barnacle man barbosa oh yeah uh, bootstrap bill no yeah bootstrap bill um because that's why they needed will's blood is because bootstrap was part of the crew that stole the the gold how did they get his gold piece back give it to will Oh, yeah. yeah, it was that's like the whole plot of the movie. Yeah, I remember yeah. I was there. <laughs> um, yeah, it was like an heirloom he gave Will. You know, probably, pro but see, the thing is, too, is that like it wouldn't or even does one matter. Curse override the other curse. I don't think it would even matter if he became a skeleton man in the moonlight because. Everybody else looks just as janky on the on the Flying Dutchman. Oh, for sure. I'm not saying it affected his quality of life any more than being on the Flying Dutchman. I'm just wondering, like, did he become a skeleton covered in barnacles, or was he? I I want he to just say... became just a barnacle. barnacle. <laughs> he just became barnacle. a single barnacle that sat on the deck of the ship, and no one noticed. Because <laughs> no. did you see that ship? My theory is, my theory is, is that I think the, uh, the, like, the barnacle curse would actually override the Aztec one because they only looked like that because Davy Jones stopped doing his job, so he was cursed by the sea. And I mm. think the, the sea's curse would be more powerful than an Aztec curse. Especially considering the domain they're in. Yeah. And, I mean, wow. Calypso really be out here like 
Mm. So she was done dirty. Calypso deserved better. I love in every her. mythology. Calypso is done dirty. Calypso deserves better in every mythology. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so Will Turner's like, yeah. I haven't seen all the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. I've seen the first one. And I think I've seen bits and pieces of the second and third, but that was in my sleeping through movies phase, which was most of my life. So I loved them and I need to see them, but I needed to tell you all that right now. Well, we'll have a movie marathon. Um, They're on Disney Plus, except for the fourth one. The fourth one is not on Disney Plus because technically it's not completely owned by Disney. Mm -hmm. What? What? Yeah, they have one, two, three, five... And I think mm-hmm. maybe, but they do not have the fourth one on Stranger Tides. You have to watch it somewhere else. Who owns the fourth one? If that's Trump. Weird. Okay. Ugh. Can we not talk mm. about him on our pod? <laughs> our pod is a safe place. I don't want to talk about him. You shall not be named. Absolutely. So Will is chasing after Elizabeth as she's been carried off by a pirate. But then a bunch of heartless show up and block his path. He's like, what are they? It's the Heartless. Watch out. And they jump in between him and the Heartless to fight. We'll deal with them. Go, take cover. Uh, so he runs ahead to try and get with to Elizabeth. Uh, they fight off the Heartless. Eventually Will returns. Well done. My own fencing skills are not to be ashamed of, but I've never faced foes such as that before. Do you really think we're that good? Did you find your friend? <laughs> I was too late. But I must rescue her. Would you help me? Of course. I'm Sora. This is Donald and Goofy. And I'm William Turner. But call me Will. Yes. Austin, you have the, uh, like, old school breathy, like, we have to save her. Like that. That's as good as I'll be able to get as far as Orlando Bloom goes. (laughs) You're so good at it. With every character in D&D and everything. It's so good. So breathy. I'm glad you're getting oxygen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then I get to unknown and I'm like, this is too much breath. <laughs> I'm going to explode from too much breath. Fair. Continue. And I'm Will Turner, but call me Will. Okay, Will, let's go. Right. We've got to get to the docks. And they run to the harbor, but the Black Pearl has already left. We can see it sailing off the distance. We're too late. Huh? Those pirates kidnapped Miss Swan and took her to their ship. Now they've sailed and I'll never be able to find her. Then she's long gone. The Black Pearl is nigh uncatchable. Best find yourself another girl, mate. And they see Jack Sparrow climbing aboard the Interceptor. You! What are you doing aboard the Interceptor? She's off limits to civilians. Ah, fortunate that I'm going to commandeer her then. She'll make a pretty fine pirate ship. A pirate? And then... Uh, Jack, like, comes down towards them onto the, uh, onto the dock. Captain Jack Sparrow, if you please. Take me with you. Help me hunt down the Black Pearl and save Miss Swan. I got you out of that jail cell, Sparrow. Do this and your debts repaid. You'll have to win Fair Lady's Heart alone, mate. I see no profit in it for me. Come on, Captain. Are you sure you can sell her on your own? And Jack sort of contemplates. You have a point there. Sora, Will, Donald, and Goofy climb aboard the Interceptor as Jack descends the ramp. Thanks, Sparrow. 
Captain Sparrow. I'm Sora, this is Donald and Goofy, and I'm Will Turner. That would be short for William, I imagine. No doubt named after your father, eh? Yes. Well then, Mr. Turner, you get, a, you get us ready to make way. I have some effects to liberate. Aye, aye, but hurry. Naturally. Uh, and I will say, just as I cannot do a good Jack Sparrow, neither can the voice actor. Hmm. Like, it's recognizable, but it's not great. Okay. When oh, we, no. When we return mm -hmm. to Pirates in Kmart's 3, it's so good, though. Like, it's hard to tell that these aren't the actual actors. Why is the rum gone? Sora. You really want to be a pirate? Uh, of course not. And then Jack to Sora. What do you make of this Will? I don't know. We just met him. Hmm. <laughs> I think my luck's about to change. And they cast off. And then we see Barbosa offering to have dinner with Elizabeth. You can release me. You have your trinket. I'm of no further value to you. Barbosa holds the gold medallion between his fingers. This is no trinket, Missy. This is cursed Aztec gold. One of 882 identical pieces. They delivered in a stone chest to Cortez himself. I hardly believe in ghost stories anymore, Captain Barbosa. That's exactly what I thought. Buried on the Island of Dead, what cannot be found except for those who know where it is. Find it, we did. There be the chest, inside be the gold, and we took them all. We spent them and traded them, and fritted away on drink and food and pleasurable company. And he stands. The more we gave them away, the more we came to realize. The drink would not satisfy, and the food turned to ash in our mouths. We are cursed men, Miss Turner. Compelled by greed we were, but now we are consumed by it. How very sad for you. There is one way we can end our curse. All the scattered pieces of Aztec gold must be gathered and restored to the stone chest, and the blood of every soul who touched a piece of the treasure must be repaid. And he walks to the window and looks out at the waves. Miss Turner, for ten years we've searched every league of these waters, every town and village, preying on sailors and settlers alike. 881 pieces we found, but despaired of ever finding the last. All those years, you've been safe in your bed, reading your pirate stories and dreaming of adventure on the high seas. We've endured torments worse than death itself. And he turns to face her. But now, thanks to ye, we have the final peace at last. When this medallion is restored to the chest, we'll be free to roam the seas as men. No longer will we be ghosts. And the blood that's to be repaid... That's why there's no sense to be killing you. Yet. She gasps and tries to run out of the room, uh, but then there's all the undead pirates waiting for her on deck. You see, the moonlight shows us for what we really are. And he approaches her, and he enters the moonlight, turning into a skeleton. We're not among the living, so we cannot die, but neither are we dead. I've suffered too long. You'd best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. For you see, tonight... You're in one. Uh, he laughs, opens uh. that bottle of wine, tossing the cork to the floor. He takes a long swig and it pours down his skeletal uh, ribs. That's the word for the bones in your chest, the ribs. You are really good, Barbosa. Just... I feel you it. You are. I, feel, I hear it in the moment. I mean, I it's... also remember this iconic scene and you're just doing it. Oh, man. Mm. I mean, mm, immaculate for that line. It just like it's in my head. The you best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. 
For you see tonight, you're in one. Oh. That one I can just see so easily, so it's easy to replicate. <laughs> All of it, though. Oh, you, do a, you do a mean Barbosa. Um, Thanks. Will... Cut back to the interceptor. Jack Sparrow is setting a course for the Black Pearl. Will to Jack. I was like, why are you so fixated on that compass? It'll be she that leads us to the Isle de Morta, where Barbosa's headed, savvy. How do you know? And Jack closes the compass and puts it away. Ha, lad, I and he once had our eyes on, the, on a treasure. Aztec gold, t'was hidden on the Isle de, de Muerta, but he turned traitor and stole my ship. So he's after that treasure, then. The treasure's already his, so is the curse upon it. I have no desire for such treacherous spoils, but I will have back what's mine, the Black Pearl. And uh, the Interceptor eventually docks on the side of the Isle de Muerta. You lads wait here. Young Turner and I will rescue the lady. Hey, what about us? You're to guard the ship, of course. The task only given to the bravest of pirates. Oh, All right. God. Guard her well. And him and Will head off towards the entrance. They enter the cave while Sora, Donald, and Goofy wait at the interceptor. I think he was trying to fast talk us. And you fell for it. What's keeping those two? They sure are taking their time. Hey, if Pete's hanging around, there must be Heartless here too. And Jack and Will aren't used to fighting Heartless, so let's go see. Meanwhile, oh. Jack and Will are sneaking into a, the moonlight nook and they see Barbosa and the other pirates upon the mountains of treasure, with Elizabeth standing frightened behind a large chest. Barbosa holds up the medallion. Every last piece that went astray we have returned, save for this. And now the blood will be repaid to free us from this curse forever. Meanwhile, Sword Don and Goofy are entering the cave mouth, uh, and we see Will and Elizabeth run out of the powder store. Uh, they sort of like bump into um, Sword Don and Goofy. Quick, they're after us! And we see pirates running through the cave. We'll hold them off. Give us a sign when the ship's ready to sail. Right, we'll light the signal fire. And they rush off to the inter interceptor, and Sword Don and Goofy hold off pirates for a few minutes. Eventually, the signal flare shoots up into the sky, and they rush back to the interceptor where they ask, reasonably, where's Jack? Well, and oh, then we cut I... back to what just happened. And now the blood will be repaid to free us from this curse forever. And Will looks anxious to save Elizabeth uh, and is like trying to find a way to secretly get her out of there. No, not yet. We wait for the opportune moment. When it's of greatest profit to you, may I ask you something? Have I ever given you a reason not to trust me? Stay here and try not to do anything stupid. Jack starts to walk off, but is hit in the back of the head by an oar. He slumps to the ground and Will tosses the oar. Barbosa grabs Elizabeth's hand, slices a good cut in her palm, and presses the medallion to her skin, staining it with her blood. Begun by blood, oh. by blood undone. And they drop the piece into the chest with the other medallions, and Barbosa waits with his arms outstretched for any sign of change. But nothing happens and he forcefully grabs Elizabeth's arms. You made your father. Was your father William Turner? No. He knocks her over the pile of treasure, dropping the medallion. And several pirates are like, what the fuck's happening? Who brought this wedge to us? And one calls out, she said her name was Turner. Uh, Elizabeth grabs the medallion, and then Will finds her in this scramble. Uh, and they rush out. And then we hear Bar Barbosa calling after them. You there! 
the medallion. After them, you ingrates. I'm back on the interceptor. Uh, Will, having explained this to Sora, I had to. Jack's no fairy tale pirate. The real ones aren't to be trusted. And then they set sail to return to Port Royal. Will and Elizabeth are in the ship's hold. Is it true? You gave Barbosa my name instead of yours. Why choose my name? I don't know. And he sees the medallion in Elizabeth's hands. Elizabeth, where did you get that? It's yours, from the day that we found you drifting at sea. After all this time, I thought I'd lost it. It was a gift from my father. He sent it to me. That's really fucked up. That is really yeah. fucked up, Elizabeth. Why did you take it? Yeah. Because I was afraid you were a pirate. That would have been awful. And Will paces away <laughs> from her. Of course. Don't you see? It wasn't your blood they needed. It was my father's blood. My blood. The blood of a pirate. On the Black Good. Pearl. Good job. Jack is tied up between Barbosa and the pirates. How the blazes did you get off that island, Jack? When you sailed away and me ship and marooned me on that godforsaken spit of land, not but a pistol and a single shot. You forgot one very important thing, mate. I'm Captain Jack Sparrow. I I'm Captain Jack Sparrow. Mm. I won't be making that mistake again. And what do you say to putting the past behind us, untying these ropes, and letting me negotiate the return of your medallion? What, what say you to that? Seeing how the Black Pearl's mine now, Jack, letting you go doesn't seem to fall within my interests. Odd, I'm not actually concerned with your interests. Give me back the Pearl. Barbosa laughs. All right, lock him in the brig. And the bosun pushes Jack, who doesn't move. And then we see that Barbosa's the Pearl is coming up on the Interceptor. Uh, back on the Interceptor, um, they notice the Pearl's right there. What now? I wonder what Jack would do. I'm not sure. I suppose he'd run for it. And there's a cannon shot. Sounds good to me. But the Interceptor is hit by a cannon. Everyone loses their balance. Will falls backwards over the edge of the ship, but he grabs a hold of a small ledge. He ends up losing his grip and falls out of the water. Elizabeth runs to the edge of the ship and calls after him. Eventually, they can't outrun the Pearl, and several pirates jump aboard. But, but Sora's, like, fights off some pirates, but then he basically turns around and is like, fuck, Barbosa's already on the ship. So he turns around and sees Barbosa, Elizabeth, Jack, and, the, and Barbosa's bosun, uh, and a few other pirates. Jack! And Jack's, like, kind of looking nervous. Now then, I'll be having back that medallion. Unless it's more important than their lives. We hear Will call out, Barbosa! And he has his pistol aimed at the, the pirate captain. She goes free! Go ahead, boy. Shoot. We can't die. You can't, but I can. And, uh, you know, in the movie he points it at his head, but because this is a children's game, he just lowers his gun. Mm. Because they couldn't show a man putting a gun to his head in a children's game. Pretense. You know, yeah. respect. My name is Will Turner. My father was bootstrap Bill Turner. His blood runs in my veins. Barbosa looks shocked. On my word, do as I say or I'll pull the trigger and be lost to Davy Jones' locker. Name your terms, Mr. Turner. Release Elizabeth and Sora and Donald and Goofy too. Anything else? 
And Jack's like trying to get Will's attention to like, come on, put me in that list. Leave now. Uh, Jack sighs. Barbosa like bows. Agreed. Leave we shall. But the heartless stay. Then we hear Pete's laugh. And Sora sees that Pete has come up behind Will and knocks him out with an oar. And then a bunch of pirate heartless appear. Uh, and Pete runs off with Will in hand. Like the scene in the movie, Sora, Donald, Goofy, Elizabeth, and Jack are tied up in the ship's hold. Uh, and up at the top of the stairs, we see Pete and Barbosa. Good work, Barbosa. Who knew it'd be this easy? Barbosa, you coward. That's the last time I trust a pirate. And we hear another pirate. The powder kegs are ready, Captain. Then I bid ye farewell. And Barbosa and Pete leave the interceptor. What are we going to do? We'll be blown to smithereens. Why struggle, mate? A pirate knows when to surrender. Are you serious, Jack? Your average pirate, anyway. And he's cut his own ropes, stands up, and frees everybody. First, we gotta see to the gunpowder. I'm not about to lose this ship. I still don't plan to trust pirates again. Wise policy, lad. Uh, so they race up to the deck. There's five kegs of gunpowder ready to explode. Sora knocks them into the water. Uh, Jack runs to the helm, and they rush back, chasing after Black Pearl back to the Isla de Muerta. Jack says to Elizabeth as they land, You stay with the ship, lass. I'll do no such thing. Will could die in there. Dear William is fine, trust me. I'm not a fool, Jack. Then trust me instead. Sora, Donald, Goofy, bring Will back safely. And they rush into the cave. Uh, at the treasure heap, Barbosa and the other pirates stand around the chest. Now, let's be trying this again. The last of the Aztec treasure has been returned. He points the knife at Will. And now the blood will be repaid to free us from this curse forever. This time for sure. And the pirates all cheer. But Sora, Donald, and Goofy, and Jack run in. Ahoy, treasure mateys! Not possible. Not probable. We're alive and we're pirates. <laughs> Captain Jack Sparrow. Sora. Donald Duck. Goofy too. So you want to play pirate? Best save the play acting for the nursery. After them. Sort of a goofy fight pirates. Jack takes care of his own business. No more play acting now. Thank you, Sora. Uh, where's Jack? They hear a clang of a sword and see that Jack and Barbosa are crossing swords. Jack, get him. Huh? And as Jack turns to look at Sora, Barbosa plunges the sword into him. Sora gasps. You're a fool, Jack Sparrow. And Jack stumbles back into a patch of moonlight and reveals his skeletal form, and he does the the thingy where he rolls the coin on his knuckles, revealing that he snabbed a medallion during the fight. Jack! Show yourself, Pete. The tides have changed. And Pete appears. See? I told you you'd be needing old Pete. Pete whistles, and a heartless called the Illuminator appears, and it looks a lot like the stealth sneak. Uh, the one that... um fought with fuck what's his name the bad guy from tarzan clayton clayton remember the big lizard heartless that fought with clayton mm -hmm. it looks similar to that mm -hmm. only its tail has like this lantern looking thing on its on it Ooh. and what Weird. it does that uh that lights and the entire place is dark you can't see barbosa and this thing is invisible 
So you have to chase this thing down, defeat it, and then you can fight Barbosa. And then even fighting Barbosa, you still have to make sure he's in moonlight to actually hurt him. But eventually, they beat him up. And Pete looks worried and says, This ain't over. Right. Care to surrender, Barbosa? Barbosa's sword is drawn. Well, enough of this then. Jack drops his sword, takes out his pistol. What do you say we call it a draw? Jack, how many times do I have to tell you? Jack tosses the medallion and shoots Barbosa with the only bullet left in his pistol. Barbosa laughs. Laugh all you can, Barbosa. And then Will, holding the knife, drops two medallions in his hand, stained with blood, onto the large pile in the chest. Barbosa is lifted off, lifted of the curse. I feel cold. And he falls to the ground. Just like the movie, only much compressed. <laughs> Uh, eventually, they the group leaves the cave. What now, Jack? Whatever I want, now that the pearl is mine again. That she is. Thank you, Jack. Will holds out his hand to shake Jack's, but Jack flinches and, like, covers his head. I didn't want you hitting me again, mate. Hey, Jack. Good luck. And remember to be good. I'm off. And Jack backs off and, uh sort of looks towards the interceptor and sees Elizabeth running towards him, towards them. Uh, he throws out his arms like he's going to accept the hug. But of course, she calls out Will's name and rushes past Jack and hugs Will. And then Sora Donald Goofy are off on the side watching. Good for them. Uh-huh. Hey, Sora, how come your face is all red? And Goofy's sort of pointing at Sora's face and Sora like covers his face. What? It's not red. Uh, I know who you're thinking about. And then Goofy and Donald laugh. And Jack takes out his compass to figure out what he's going to do. Uh, but it glows brightly as he opens it, and it floats into the air. And the keyblade begins to glow as well. And this is the item for this world. It blasts open a new gate. And then as Sora, Donald, and Goofy are walking away, Sora says, You know, for a minute there, I was afraid we were going to lose Donald to the Curse of the Treasure. Yup, me too. What? And that's where we end. Port Royal for now. Beautiful. What an entire experience. Your Barbosa is just too good. Yeah. I appreciate the compliment. I'll... But I, I feel like uh, it was harder on my throat than I first assumed. <laughs> Uh-oh. That's all I, right. uh, This isn't super related to... Uh... Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean land, but it reminded me uh, call back to a long time ago when we talked about Clayton. Mm -hmm. uh, I have I put that sticky note of that quote on my monitor and my at work that says uh, just don't be Clayton from Tarzan quoted from Cronus 2021 in one of our earlier episodes. And my boss saw it the other day and was like, excuse me? What? What? And I was like, mind your business. Mind your business. Don't worry about it. But also quality life advice, all right? Don't be fucking Clayton. And she was like, okay. So, that's fun. Um. Well, I sent to, to Riley uh, 
actual pirates, marauders, criminals, death and disease. Donald, we're pirates now. Me, stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> I cannot. In Donald's defense, clearly Sora has like this childhood uh, fascination with pirates and like wants to play pirate. And I think Donald was more leaning into Sora's like excitement about it than just... wanting to be an actual pirate. I just cannot imagine because Pirates of the Caribbean was a little bit more gritty. Pirates were not the good guys. You know what I mean? And it was gritty and there was drunk people and prostitutes and all sorts of stuff in the movies. So when they were like, we are pirates now, it shook me to a whole nother level. Because I'm like, you are a rated G movie, Donald. Shut up. That's valid. I just couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle him wanting it. And and I, I do understand, but I also... Was I was just shook that Pirates of the Caribbean were, was in this Disney game at all. Yeah, it's a bit surprising that they went there. And that they go back. Also, when uh, Will Turner was negotiating, I really like in the movie when uh, Barbosa's like, alright, state your turns. And he's like, Elizabeth goes free. Yes, we all heard that. They... Did they not have that, or did they change it to immediately be like all the others? Because that's one of my favorite lines. No, they don't have that line. Mm. I just really like it because Barbosa's like, yes, we understand. What else? You know what you fucking want. Is there more? Is there anything else? We've all heard that you want Elizabeth Swan for the full hour, hour and a half that this movie's been on. I think, <laughs> I think they sort of replaced that with the goof of him saying, and Sora, and Donald. And Goofy too. Because <laughs> um, he says it with those pauses in between. Really? Yeah. Like he's thinking the whole time. Also, oh, I was waiting for uh, when he first got back after he got Elizabeth and they got back on the ship. But they're like, where's Jack? I was ready for the he fell behind that he tells to the other pirate crew. But he didn't. And I was like, oh, no, it seems that he tells Sora the truth. Which feels off, but it whatever. Sus. Well, we've been on the sea. Are we ready to go under the sea? Under the sea. Under the sea. So in Atlantica, after a, at night after a storm, a mermaid swims to the surface. She jumps in and out of the water, gazing upwards at the moon. No. <laughs> no, she goes. Ah, uh, the night sky is so beautiful right after a storm. And some driftwood floats in front of her, and she sees a man resting halfway in the water a few feet away. She gasps and swims to save him. And after successfully bringing him to, sh to shore, she admires him as he's a human. What would I give to live where you are? What would I pay to stay here beside you? What would I do to see you smiling at me? Where would we walk? Where would we run? If we could stay all day in the sun, just you and me, and I could be part of your world. Fantastic. She crushes her hand against his cheek, and he slightly opens his eyes before she finishes singing. She notices that he's like waking up and quickly swims back into the water. Uh, later, he wakes up and stands on the shore. The girl who rescued me, her voice, 
Then we see two moray eels are watching this all in the water. But then, back in a different part of it, like under the sea, not on the shore, we see our fishy versions of Sora, Donald, and Goofy show up, and they accidentally scare a school of fish as they arrive magically. Oh boy, under the sea again. Uh-huh. Whoa. And Ariel, Flounder, and Sebastian swim up to them. Ariel's like, Sora, Donald, Goofy, uh, hi there. And she sort of swims around him. Did you guys forget how to swim already? Kinda, I guess. Then you boys got to practice. <laughs> you follow Flounder. He show you what to do. Come on, Sora, you can do it. And he swims off and uh, teaches us the swimming mechanics, which are slightly better. Still not great. Now, Den, what brings you three under the sea? Is something going on? Kind of. But everything seems peaceful. Oh, everything's fine, as long as Daddy's in a good mood. Hey, we got a concert coming. We got a concert very soon. Why don't you sing in, in my musical extravaganza? Please say yes. Ariel's been acting strange lately, but she might settle down and practice if you're there, too. That sounds fun. Let's give it a shot. Excellent. Now, then, I teach you everything you need. Uh, what do we have to do? It's easy. All you got to do is feel the rhythm, hear the beat, and put a little shake in it. Ready? Let's go. And we're taught the rhythm game mechanics for Atlantica. Because there's no Heartless in Atlantica uh, this time. It's just a rhythm game. Do I remember correctly that you were not a fan of this? You do remember correctly. The face speaks of trauma. It's fine. Yeah, no shit, it's, do you, it's fine. Do you want to talk about it? How was your upbringing on Kingdom Hearts? <laughs> That's right. You got it. That's all there is to it. <laughs> Gosh, I don't know. Anytime you want to sing in a musical masterpiece, you just come see me. Sure, I'll give it a try. And then we get to chapter one. Swim this way. Break a fin. Here goes nothing. And Sebastian strikes up the band. <laughs> Swim this way. We'll dance and we'll play now. And there's all sorts of choreography that I don't think I'm going to uh, describe because it's not good. Swim this way. We'll dance and we'll play now. It's very easy. Come on in. Just take a chance and shake a fin. Don't be shy, let the music inside and dance, dance, dance. Swim this way, we'll dance and we'll play. Now it's very easy, come on in, just take a chance and shake a fin. See the sign, can you reach it in time and tap, tap, tap. Swim this way, we'll dance and we'll play. Now it's very easy, come on in, just take a chance and shake a fin. It's all the same, if you got steady aim, just zap, zap, zap. Swim this way, we'll dance and we'll play. Now it's very easy, come on in, just take a chance and shake a fin. <laughs> Swim this way, we'll dance and we'll play. Now it's very easy. Come on in, just take a chance and shake a fin. How many times does it say this? Swim this way, we'll dance no and we'll play. Now it's very easy. Come on in, just take a chance and shake a fin. <laughs> Count him in so he'll know to begin to drum, drum, drum. Swim this way, we'll dance and we'll play. Now it's very easy. Come on in, just take a chance and shake a fin. Why is this world Don't a thing? Don't dilly-dally, it's your big finale. Sha-la-la. Swim this way, we'll dance and we'll play. Now it's very easy. Come on and just take a chance and shake a fin. <laughs> Swim along, just join in the song. 
a musical for everyone to have a lot of finny fun. I'm not having finny fun. And that's the end of the song. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. For anyone oh, who was wondering what was happening while Austin was vocalizing, um, Cronus and Riley uh, were dancing the entire time. <laughs> I'm exhausted. There were so many fin shakes. I don't even have the equipment for that. It's very easy. <laughs> no Come business on in. staying that long. Don't you start again. Just take a don't, chance. Don't, 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 trauma. <laughs> it's spread. I know, right? You understand now why I don't like this. <laughs> uh, Ariel looks over at Sora and is like, Sora, you were amazing. Hey, I want to sing more lines. And Ariel giggles. Fuck you. But she swims away as King Triton arrives. Your Majesty, we have visitors. King Triton. I certainly hope there hasn't been need to use that keyblade of yours. Nope. Everything's fine. Not a heartless in sight. And he nods. Your Majesty, our guests, they want to sing into musical. No, they don't. Well, that sounds like a splendid idea. You may need, we may need your help after all. You see, I'm afraid Ariel's still infatuated with the human world. A busy rehearsal schedule might be just the thing she needs to stop thinking about life up on the surface. Clean your room, you'll stop being depressed. <clears throat> then we <clears throat> cut to Prince Eric walking along the beach where uh, he, he somehow hears a part of um, that song. So I get to say it just one more time. No. Swim along, join in the song, a musical for everyone to have a lot of finny fun. <laughs> There's no finny fun about it. That's the voice I heard. I'm sure of it. And he wow. starts to wade into the water. Hello? Where are you hiding? I know you're the girl that saved me. Please, come out so I can thank you. Back under the sea, Sebastian swims up to Ariel. Ariel. And then to himself, that girl's acting strange lately. Probably been flitting around on the surface. Oh, the sinking's gonna have my claws for this. And then Sora's Ariel. Come on, we gotta keep rehearsing. I'm sorry, but I don't feel like it. And she swims away. Everyone's like, no, Ariel. And Flounder's like, I've got an idea, Sebastian. You do? I know how to cheer Ariel up. Come on, follow me. And they follow Flounder to a sunken ship. Over here. And they see that there's a large statue underneath it. See? Oh no, this must be from the human world. I found it after that storm, and I bet it's from a shipwreck. Don't you think Ariel's going to love it? Also, it's a statue of Prince Eric. Mm. But, if, but if the Sea King finds out about this... <laughs> it's better than going to the surface. Come on, help me move it. They try to lift the statue, but they can't. And here's where I have a big note in my notes when you get here traditionally you can't progress you have to wait until you get another spell to be able to move the the statue and atlantica makes us do that a few times it's kind of the a second winnie the pooh where one you don't have to do it at all and two you have to keep coming back to it if you do want to do it Ew. so i'm going to ask you guys do we want to just blast through Atlantica now, or do we want to wait until the end, like with Winnie the Pooh? Are you going to sing again? A lot. Okay. Yeah. And your throat hurts? A little. Oh. The problem isn't that I'm going to sing again. 
It's that I'm going to sing bad songs again. <laughs> uh, I'm still winded from the last little... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Maybe you could, like, take it slow. The next one, like, interpretive dance it. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah, because I was going hard. I was like... I don't know what those moves were, but they were intense. So do we want to do it now or later? It's like uh, y'all haven't really like said any, haven't made a decision we, here. We are we are getting <laughs> to a good time to stop too. So it's fine if we want to do it later. Let's do it later. Mm-hmm. Sounds I love, good. Oh, like, I love pushing things off till later. It's my talent. Just like the homework. Yeah, me too. Homework it's I just, do tonight. You know, it's fine. We'll just have a whole episode that's just Winnie the Pooh in Atlantica. Oh my god. I have COVID. Sorry. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I'll make you pod, Cronus. You can't make me pod. Not if I don't want to pod. The chains. The chains. <laughs> Not the finny fun. Oh, we'll have a lot of it. We'll just have finny fun all day. I feel threatened. Wait, wait. I, you are threatened. I have something really important to ask. Okay. What? Will you say a line, just one line, from that stupid Finny Fun song in the Barbosa accent? Oh, God. Yes! <laughs> people need to know! I'll try. Swim this way, we'll dance and we'll play now. It's very easy. Come on in, just take a chance and shake off in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're starting... Okay, listener, listeners, we're starting a petition for every single song to be sung in the Barbosa accent. You can join our Discord to sign the petition. You want me to yes. destroy my voice permanently, then? It's for the good of the pod. You're right. It's, for the, it's pod. for the pod. I'll do it for the pod. Go for the pod. Did we open a channel called <laughs> The Petition? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Signatures? Yes. All right. And it's just whatever we have the petition for that week. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) If you want to vote in the petition and or interact with us yourself, join us on Discord. More people are joined. Is that if that's your reminder, Riley, reminding you to log your foods? Anyway, it is. Join us. Oh my God. Yeah, join us on Discord. Uh, in the last week, we've gotten a bunch of new friends. I actually wanted to, I wrote down all their names so I could make sure to give them a shout out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got Verdigree. Verdigree. Ninja Psycho. Ooh. And just earlier today, Project Zeus. Project Love Zeus. Love it. Verdigree, Ninja Psycho. Look at you guys go. You guys are really out here joining servers and being a part of something beautiful. Such as Barbosa's voice singing um, The Little Mermaid. That being songs. said, we are still waiting for a picture of Goofy in a corset. Nobody has delivered on that yet. Uh, <laughs> and you are running out of time before I turn into a giant bunch of crabs and create a maelstrom in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> I don't even know what to say that. <laughs> Have a lot of finny fun. <laughs> we should just cut uh, the podcast right there. Just no. <laughs> yes, you should. Our uh, intro and outro music. If you guys don't have any uh, questions or comments, 
we can go straight to that line. We've said so many comments. I definitely have like comments and input and opinions, but I but not on this. Yeah, I'll say next time we're gonna hit some one boring ass world and then two pretty fun worlds. I'll go ahead and tell you them now, just to build the anticipation. Antissa. Patient. No, don't say it. We're going to start in Agrava. Boring. I, love that. I know. Aww. And it's, well, this is very boring version mm -hmm. of Agrava. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And then we'll unlock two more worlds mm -hmm. Halloween Town. Mm -hmm. We'll return into Jack. Oh. Other Jack. I thought you meant Halloween Town, like Marnie and Piper and the boy witch one. <laughs> wow. No, I mean, I mean, Nightmare Before Christmas. We've Halloween already solved Town. all their problems. They're fine. They have new problems. Now we get, we get new problems. We do. And then, and then we go to Riley's favorite Disney movie ever. <laughs> the Pride Lands. I'm so excited. I love The Lion King. And then even better, the episode, like the the episodes after that, we're getting deep into some story shit. Did Riku come back? I mean, not yet. Where the fuck is Riku? I can't tell you Riku. that. So it's a spoiler. Petition for Riku to come what? back. I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> I don't think I can control that. <laughs> Austin, are you telling me you didn't make these games? You I didn't, didn't write this? Spoiler. My name is not... Uh, why did I blank on his <gasps> fucking name? My name is not Tetsuya Fake Nomura. Fan. Fake fan. Alert. I, I blanked for two seconds. <laughs> Shut up. Poser. I bet you don't even know his name. Tetsuya Nomura. You Googled it. I didn't. <laughs> There's no evidence because I fucking edit. So people are going to think I cut to when I figured it out. But no, it was uh, that was unedited was right edited. there. I don't believe him. How can you say right now that that's unedited right there when you have to edit the episode <laughs> between now and release? How can you say that? I, I am not going to edit the the break between me saying... How did I forget his name? And then saying his name. Yeah, you can say that now. Later. Like I'm not going to. I promise. <laughs> and a pirate keeps you know, his promises. You know, <laughs> shut it. Because our intro and outro <laughs> song is dearly reminded by Anna Ultra. You can find his Bandcamp links in the show notes. You can also find a link to our Discord server in the show notes. Come join the 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 the, the, the folks, the everybody. It's fun. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say the puffins. <laughs> I was gonna say the fam, but I don't know if that's appropriate for me to call them yet. Oh, uh, petition! They're my fam. Petition for our new name of our fan base. I don't have any suggestions. We could take suggestions. Yeah, suggestions, not petition. <laughs> Speaking of suggestions, uh, I mentioned this in our Discord server a while back, but I wanted to throw it back out. We're thinking about doing a Halloween bonus episode. Because uh, around Halloween, we all get together in one place. And so if 
any listeners have any spooky stories that they'd like to be read on the episode, uh, join our Discord and DM me the stories. I... But that's all from us this week. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna Riley here. Uh, nice, nice to be here. Happy to see you all. Um, I was just gonna say, you guys, I need to tell you about this Halloween episode a little bit. Riley, mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. absolutely fucking baby. It's okay? true. I'm terrified of spooky shit. Mm-hmm. I like the spookiness. Okay, the spooples, if you will. But I'm big baby, so if you hear me crying, don't at me. All right. Definitely Add on to this. Them. Just to like emphasize what Riley is saying, uh, I have seen them turn into a gymnast <laughs> from a scary movie. I'm talking backflips and a- what was that noise? Riley, you made a noise that I am gonna isolate in the edit and save and send to everyone. <laughs> That's gonna be my new text tone. <laughs> that weird ass noise you just made. What noise did I make? It was some weird squish noise you made with your mouth. <laughs> that was not me. Oh, that it was, was you. Bro. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought it was right. All those things How still stand, Cronus. <laughs> I like. I don't know what I did. I was trying to make a noise. I think I was laughing, but then I like dropped my jaw on my water bottle, <laughs> and it turned into a weird noise. Um, Riley has called me in the middle of the night on drives home because of something Darylise said. If you're in New Mexico, keep an eye out for La Mala Aura at Crossroads. Shut up. Shut up, bro. I cried on that drive home because you wouldn't get your hands in the damn vehicle. Anyway. Anyway, super excited. Send us some good stories. Yeah, send us some stories. If you make me cry, you get a special high five. You get a high five from Riley if you make them cry. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. But that's all from us this week. Bye. 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 I already regret offering the high fives for scary things. <laughs> <laughs>